0: So, first order of business, you have black hair.
1: I have black hair, and if you guys saw in our little scary story story video, you'll see that I have black hair. Allie did it, and it's crazy. I feel like I feel like I'm wearing a wig, but it's my hair. <laughs> it's because it's like jet black. It's so dark. I don't think I've ever had it this black. It looks good. Yeah, it looks cool, for sure. It's just. I've had it black before, but I don't think I quite like... I think I dyed it black over brown before. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time I've dyed it black over blonde.
0: And that really... So the undertones are really popping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Cool, cool. I'm a witch. Um. Yeah, I think you took our last podcast a little bit too personal. Listen.
1: I'm still... Wanting to start a coven. We are.
0: I already have one member for us. Oh, who? Stephanie. All right. She's down. down. She's down. I'm down to initiate Stephanie into the coven. And our witch book got delivered today.
1: Yeah. So we're going to do some some research on that. I should have brought the other book so that... Well, no. Because you need some time with that book. So next week we'll switch books maybe. Yeah. So anyway, I'm Kirsten. And I'm Allie. And you're listening to...
0: Thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much for Tarot. Wow, we did that so well. We did. We're getting better. It's just about the confidence, you know?
0: Yeah. Something about the microphones make me feel like we got this. Yeah, like we're real podcast girlies now. We are. We are, and we're talking about tarot today. We are. Um, Allie did all the research almost, but no, (laughs) I, I, so here's
1: what happened, is we did my hair last night, and I got a book from our good friend, an avid listener, and (laughs) it's called The Complete Book of Tarot, A Comprehensive Guide by Anthony Lewis, and I did not have much time to really take notes from it, because it's so much just like witchcraft was, yeah. like it's a lot. It's a but I think book. that your book was maybe easier to like summarize in a way. Like-
0: yeah. So I've had this book for a while. It's called the Modern Witchcraft Book of Tarot: Your Complete Guide to Understanding the Tarot by Sky Alexander. And a lot of it is just what each card means.
1: Yeah. I mean, the same with this one. I I, I would say the bulk of the book is each card because there's 78 cards in the deck yeah. it's a lot
0: but I did learn a lot reading this that's good yeah so
1: well I've been interested in tarot for a while I think even like you know when I had my little witchy underpinnings of my life I was interested in it but i never had a deck and it was when Sarah my friend that moved to Michigan she was visiting a friend in Denver and she came back and she was like, Oh, my friend knows all this stuff about tarot. And she bought a tarot deck. And then we started like getting into it and using tarot more. Because yeah. her friend, actually, her friend does a, uh, her name's Lydia. She does a lot of spiritual stuff. Nice. Um, now she has a website for it. And cool. All that stuff. But yeah. So then that's when I really started learning about it. And then I got my own deck. And. I am by no means an expert, and whenever I do tarot for myself, I always have to look up the cards still.
0: I think it takes, like, years of doing it to not look up the cards.
1: Yeah, and it's one of those things that I'll, like, leave for a while and then come back to, so it's not like I have it fresh in my brain, really, ever.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So,
1: how how about you? What's your...
0: Um, I mean, I've always been, like, a very intuitive borderline psychic person <laughs> like if I really tried to be psychic I probably could like tap into that a little bit but I just am too lazy but I have You're gotten... not lazy thank you <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten tarot readings in the past and I actually had like a legitimate tarot lady it was my friend's grandma oh cool and she would like fly in from Florida and she got a lot of stuff right Multiple Was that in West times. Virginia? or No, it's here. She would fly here from Florida. Mm, yeah. For what? Her granddaughter lives oh, here. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> and her yeah. daughter. <laughs> yeah. I guess. And she also has clients here. So oh, cool. she would come and like make money mm-hmm. and then go back. But she's like an older Venezuelan lady. Okay. And it just felt really legit. She like yeah. chain smokes cigarettes the whole time <laughs> she's reading you. Uh, but she did predict a lot of stuff in my life. So, shouts out. Yeah, I never really had like a good...
1: Well, not, I I wouldn't say I haven't had a good one, but I haven't had one from somebody who does it professionally. Mm -hmm. Or like when you think of like those old ladies as like more legit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I always had a really good, I had really good readings with her and legit readings. And I always thought like maybe I would want to get into that. Um, but it's just a lot of cards it really is. <laughs> and it takes some time to actually learn so this is the first time I'm actually like sitting down and reading this book that I've had for years oh good you know that's the beauty of our podcast is
1: all the little hyperfixations that we have like wanted to start on and it forces us to do so if nothing else this is like our journal <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're
0: learning about random shit and it and it it Expands our mind.
1: Yeah. So that's the disclaimer here. Like, we are in no way experts on this topic. We're delving in just as you're delving in. Hopefully the listeners, like, understand that. Like, we are just having fun with it (laughs) and come along for the ride. We're going to, like, give you some of the research and then we're going to give each other readings. Yes.
0: Yeah. So this is also, this is part of our spooky, spooktober series. Yes. For this month. So um, tarot and witchcraft actually go hand in hand. So that's also kind of why we wanted to do it right after witchcraft. Yeah. Tarot and witchcraft, if you think of the magician card, it's the first card in one of the, um, there's two different... Types of decks? Types of decks, I guess. Like, ha- Like there's 22 cards in the major. Oh, oh, okay, yeah.
1: There's two different suits. Or Yeah, whatever. Like, you think two of, different... like, the face cards and, like, the number cards in a regular set of cards. It's like that. Yeah,
0: we'll go yeah. into the differences, too. But So the Magician card is the first card in Major Arcana. There's a toolbox on the card, and it contains a wand, a chalice, a pentagram, and a sword. Yeah and like each of those symbols have meanings too. Yeah. And each deck is very personal to the person. So I was reading how if someone gives it to you as a gift, that's a good deck to have. Um but also just personal to you. So you just want it to be something that interests you like the design and everything on the back like it's your deck. So they also recommend having a deck for your own readings and then a different deck for other people's readings
1: that makes sense yeah yeah, yeah and something then, that has like more of your energy only and then one that you can like use to yeah
0: yeah and then oh yeah and also as far as like witchcraft goes they also recommend having a third deck for magic tarot so oh, if you use the tarot fun. deck with magic they they recommend having like three different decks so okay. personal other people and magic okay okay Tarot actually goes back to at least the 15th century, but it's a little murky. The history's a little murky. I was reading how sometimes in some different countries and communities, they would use tarot as game, like a game.
1: Yeah, so I read that it started out as a deck that you use for games, and then it wasn't until the 1700s in france mostly france but also other countries in europe that they started to really use it as a fortune-telling occultist yeah tool
0: and i i i like that it because i don't know I, i never really realized like how it worked with like the intuition and the psychicness and stuff like how does that even work but Apparently, like, the symbols, the colors, like, everything on the card is supposed to trigger intuition. Yeah. So, you're supposed to get, like, visions, kind of, from the the pictures being depicted on the cards. Hmm. So, it's supposed to just trigger that. Astrology, we went over.
1: Yeah, astrology, I I also read, goes a lot into it. Like, the the elements and... Yeah, the
0: elements are huge in tarot, so... Um, the four suits of the minor arcana correspond with the earth elements. So water, fire, earth, and air. Hmm. So there's a lot of like crossover similarities with both. Okay. okay. So like we were saying, there's two kind of books.
1: There's the major arcana and the minor arcana. And the way that I always think of it is as the minor arcana is like the number cards on a regular deck. And the Major Arcana is, like, the face cards on a deck. Mm -hmm. But the Minor Arcana... So, like, total, it's 78 cards. Minor Arcana is 56. And we have four suits, which are the Wand, Cups, Pentagram, Mm -hmm. and Swords. Mm -hmm. And then there's ten number cards, like, within the four suits. And so these are representing kind of, like, mundane, everyday events and experiences. And then... The major arcana cards, if you draw those, there's 22 of them. Yeah. And these are considered cosmic spiritual or divine forces. And they can tell you about your destiny or your fate. Yeah. And then there's the colors on the card.
0: Yeah, the colors are usually depicted by the artist. So the colors, the artist will normally correspond the colors with the four elements. So the minor arcana has the four different suits, wands, cups, pinnacles, and swords. So for the wand, the wand represents like fire. So this goes back into astrology. The wand represents fire and an expansion of personal power. It might have career-related issues. Growth is afoot if you get one of the wands. Um, maybe it's telling you to take risks and have fun. And because the ones represent fire, the artist of the card might put more, like, red tones or warm tones into the card. So that kind of, like, subconsciously tells you.
1: Red is fire. Yeah,
0: red is hot.
1: Fire. Blue is water.
0: Blue is water. Cups is water. So cups is kind of, like, for us because we're water signs. Yes yeah and it's reflective it's connected to the emotions it's creative intuition emotions and relationships it could be pleasurable or painful situations that it's trying to tell you but water the artist might put a lot of blue in the card
1: and then pentacles is the earth so that's like the feminine oh that makes sense because we have like Growth in the womb, we're creating life, like the the feminine and security, stability. Uh, Yeah, of course, like women. I mean,
0: not (laughs) to brag, but (laughs) we We are. Women are pretty. Resources,
1: values, material goods.
0: We got, we got it. We got it covered. I just had to unbutton my pants,
1: dude. I was just watching this TikTok about what are they called? They're called like standing jeans, and (laughs) what? (laughs) Like it's the whole thing, like. When you sit down, you have to, like, unbutton your pants yeah, because your your gut is, like, bulging out. Yeah. And, uh, but when you're standing, it's usually fine. So, like, you have jeans that you use for only standing and then you have jeans that you can that's, like, stand that's in. That's accurate,
0: actually. Back when I was a little <laughs> skinny mini and I would wear, like, really tight jeans, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to be standing all night. So, these jeans are the ones I want to wear. But if I'm going to be sitting, I need to wear my loose ones. These jeans are loose-ish, but I got a gut, you know? I got to well, let that hang free. like, the material of the jeans themselves,
1: because the ones that I'm wearing are, like, tight, but they're stretchy. Oh.
0: Yeah. Mine cause, aren't stretchy.
1: Yeah, because I was wearing, like ones that are tight and like not stretchy earlier today and I was like
0: You're fuck no, this fuck that.
1: I've also gained weight and like none of my jeans really fit same <laughs> <laughs> but these ones are like the stretchy ones that still fit <laughs> I, I wonder
0: do skinny people have to undo their buckle yeah tell us skinny was people not- <laughs> 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 do you guys have to unbutton your pants when you sit down because your gut overflows and it's I uncomfortable and I you can't breathe? I don't
1: remember having to do that as much when I was skinny.
0: neither. <laughs> <Me>
1: <laughs> but it's okay. Okay. It's okay.
0: That's fine. Anyways, um, um, pentacles, feminine. We're secure. We're stable.
1: And then we have the swords, which are the air sign. Okay. So... Just, like, from this, I kind of see it as more of the masculine one. Just mm, um, rational thinking. Yeah, we have, like, rational thinking, intellect, which is dumb that I see that <laughs> because women are rational and intellectual. Yeah. But uh, Don't get communication and the mind, a struggle in the transformation.
0: Like, you might be struggling within a transformation, and that's why you get that card. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah.
1: No. So that's the minor arcana. And then if we go into the major arcana... Some of the ones are gonna be like, the high priestess, the hermit. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, the fool. Justice. The magician. Uh, temperance, yeah, there's like different ones. So that kind of breaks it up into two different parts, which I never really thought about before. So this is this is good, I'm learning from, I'm learning now. We're all learning We're here. all learning this, unless you're a tarot professional. If you are a tarot professional, just stop listening now. Or do listen and, and don't judge. Listen and then email us and tell us that we're stupid. I'm just kidding.
1: Email us and tell us how amazing we are to figure this out in a small amount of time.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So the major arcana, if you get a card in a reading from the major arcana, it's more like a big deal. Like the spiritual forces beyond your control are operating on the matter that you're asking about. Um, You may even sense a higher presence with you while you're doing the reading because your guardians and your spirit guides might be with you while you're reading. So you might actually feel that if you're super sensitive to that stuff. So the first card in the Major Arcana is the Fool. So a lot of people think the Fool is a negative thing, but it actually just represents innocence enlightenment the fool is emerging into consciousness and very naive and just willing to learn and take in everything so it's like mm-hmm. you're starting something new and then the last card of the major arcana is the world and the last of that it'll signify the journey's end so you you finally reached like union with the divine like you're on Looking the right like path you know. so these cards are supposed to describe every human experience that can happen to you Hmm. so the numerology as you said plays a big part but these are all like big divine intervention type of things so when you're starting tarot it's important to have psychic abilities yeah step one intuition be psychic
1: but everybody's psychic i think that everybody could tap into it it's like it's like creativity i think that anybody could be creative creative if they tap into it that's
0: literally what my book said wow it said it (laughs) said like some people know how to paint and they're just good at painting and they don't really have to take classes but then some people can learn how to paint and they become better at painting so just depends like everyone's different Um, it's like any skill it can be learned yeah and you can there's ways to tap into your psychic abilities it's like you It's just something that you have to practice, just like everything else. Yeah. So when you're starting tarot, it's good to jot down everything that comes to your mind. The way you can practice your psychic abilities, if you are wanting to start tarot, is drawing a card. Because if you're starting, you don't know what every card means. So if you draw a card and you, like close your eyes and you think on it and you just like write down what comes to you first and then you can go look up the card and see what it means well that's fun like a fun way to see if you're right or yeah and see if you're close or or whatever so that's like a way to kind of practice when you're first getting into it they always say the person who you're reading should write down their questions that they want to know about they can meditate on the questions and then obviously you always see like you know, they always ask you to shuffle the cards, mm-hmm. you know, and I guess I, I never really thought about it. But when you shuffle the cards, you're putting your own energy into the cards. Yeah. Yeah. And this book was saying how it's important to cleanse the cards after every reading oh, with sage. Shit.
1: Oh, we got yeah. to cleanse my car. Our carts haven't been cleansed. Yeah. Yet. So
0: we might have some different energy. We got some juju it on It might, <laughs> might not be. It's probably good. I didn't bring my cards because we read that random. I know. Man. But I've read a lot of randos on mine and I've never cleansed mine. Well, that's
1: wrong. Well, but here's the thing. I think that they've been like sitting in my house. So they like get refueled with the energy of my house, which
0: oh. is arguably good or bad. <laughs> Well, I guess we'll see how accurate this reading is going to be for us. Yeah. But you can also blow on the cards before you split them. And that is like blowing life, like your life into the cards. Yeah. So there's different spreads. And my, my book actually goes into a bunch of the different yeah, spreads. Yeah, mine did too. It has like a lot. There's like the typical one card, two card, three card spread. Mm-hmm. And then- I guess there's spreads that can use every single card too. Oh, shit, that's crazy. Yeah, like, it goes all the way up to, like, every single card, which that's insane. Yeah,
1: I mean, I've seen, like, a lot of different ones. There's a horseshoe, which is, like... I mean, for me, it looks like a V, like an Mm -hmm. upside-down V. Mm -hmm. There's the Celtic Cross. Did you hear about that one?
0: I didn't really... That's the one I always see. I do not really read into any of those. Me
1: neither, but, like, the Celtic Cross I'm curious about because, actually, the guy that I'm dating... His mom used to do tarot readings for them when they were kids. Yeah. And always did the, like the, the Celtic cross. Okay. Um, I think. And, but it's <laughs> basically like 10 cards. And to the left, you're creating a cross with, with six cards. So you have like two middle cards and four point cards. Mm-hmm. So that's like a cross. And then to the far right is four other cards. So yeah. you have like a total of six on the left side making a cross and then you have four on the right side.
0: Yeah. It's almost like if you drew a cross and you draw the first line and then you draw the second line and you put a card on top for like the line going over top of the first line. If yeah. That makes sense. And then you have like a little border. Yeah. Like on the right.
1: Um, but yeah, like each card like in that spread means something different. So like. I'm not going to go into all of it, but basically, it's saying like, card one is like like central card that signifies the main theme. But anyway, each card has a different interpretation like within it. So that's why so there's
0: so much to tarot. And there so really hard to is. Learn. It's
1: not just like the cards by themselves. It's the spread that you use. So if you if you choose a spread where you draw the card and where you place it in the spread could have like a different yeah it signifier. could mean something
0: different because yeah. if it's here then it means this but if it's here it means this so there's a lot going into that so before we do a tarot reading my book says that the first most important thing about tarot readings is the attitude you have okay so you have to take it seriously you have to believe in it or else you won't get a clear message mm-hmm. and you know what that guy we read at the bar, forty-one hundred. Yeah. His friend was really putting some bad energy. into. Yeah, his into... friend was
1: putting a lot of bad energy. He was he like, was "This just isn't like, real."
0: Jokes about it. He's like, "Oh yeah, like uh, that can mean anything. the community thing, like whatever." He was saying, like he was definitely a non-believer. He was, and I and feel I like think that his was affecting. Juju
1: made it worse. That was yeah.
0: affecting the reading. Yeah, it
1: was. It was also a very distracting like environment. You yeah. we like at a bar outside and there's just a ton of people. Yeah. But that definitely affected the reading. I yeah. would. you want that- to be in like a quiet place. Yeah, and like a comfy place. You really
0: can't have those non-believers. Exactly. Yeah. Also, the more urgent your question is, like the more you need to know like right now, the clearer your card reading will be.
1: That makes sense cuz like energy is going to
0: come out strong mm-hmm. in the cards. Yep. Um, Also, they recommend trying to not read past three months into the future because Mm -hmm. it really only works if you're like on the same path that you have been on and you're continuing to go down that path. But if you change anything like the course of what you're doing, then it could change your future. Yeah. So in three months, it's like not much is going to change, maybe. But then, you know. Six months, a year, more stuff can change. So they recommend three months being like a good rule to go by. And then the last thing is when, when do you think is the best time to do a tarot reading? When would you guess? Maybe
1: like right after your birthday. Close. A new year? <laughs>
0: <laughs> on your birthday. Okay. So because all the energy is on you. Or October 31st. Oh, shit. That's Mm -hmm. the
1: witching day. So we're not on either of our birthdays, but we are close to October 31st. So this can be our practice, and then maybe we can do it again. Yeah, we should do it
0: on October 31st because that's like – I mean, it goes deeper than just it it being Halloween. It's like the end of summer, the start of fall. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of different um, things going on, and – They believe that the veil to the other side is the thinnest on that day. So you might get a clearer, more intuitive reading. Cool. Yeah.
1: So (laughs) let's do a reading. Okay. So listen, guys, as we said, we are not professionals, but we're doing our best. I've, I've done readings before, and I feel like I'm usually pretty good at them.
0: I haven't. I've done like maybe one. I've done
1: a few, and I, I think when I like read the description, especially if I know the person, we can do it.
0: Yeah. Well, who wants to go first? Um. Actually, I don't know. You should read me first. Cause okay. You're better <laughs> at it.
1: I don't know if I am, but now I'm getting nervous. So my deck, I think <laughs> I have all the cards. This is the party deck because it's gotten a lot of water damage in, in the past. <laughs> the
0: party deck. Yeah.
1: I like to do a three-card spread, and what I'll have you do is, you know, kind of like put your energy in it, bless it, whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call it, and you're going to shuffle it until you feel like the time is right, and then we're going to draw it. Okay. The other thing is, so they say that you should ask a question, but the way I like to do is like think of a topic, so like think of your love life or your work life or your family, something like specific. It doesn't have to be a specific question, just like a topic in your life. And then think of that as you're shuffling it. And then when you're ready, you hand me back the deck and then I'll lay them out. Okay. So uh, let's put both our hands on the decks and kind of close our eyes and set, set the intention. Don't tell me yet. But as you're shuffling, you can tell me like what your
0: intention topic is. My intention topic <laughs> is my career.
1: Okay. Mm. The Knight of Swords, upright, which is a major arcana. Then we have... Oh, I've never even... I don't remember this card. The Hero, fan. hero Font, Also major arcana. And we have the Eight of Pentacles. Mm. So... And the way, and this is just the way I'm reading it is past, present, and future for each one. So I'm going to, because I don't know the meanings of everything yet, I'm going to refer to this book. So we have the Knight of Swords. So the Knight corresponds with the element fire, which suggests action, enterprise, movement, novelty, and challenge coming into your life. When upright, the Knight of Swords prompts you to take decisive action to defend your rights and protect whatever you hold dear. The clever, assertive knight makes a good ally and formidable opponent. He readily connects the dots and is able to cut the chase in any situation. Yeah, I mean I I do see this as your past because like you really had to take action. You moved here,
0: you know, or three jobs yeah. to get here.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like, you hustled. Like, you were really hustling. And not that you aren't now, but, like... I'm not You now. really... <laughs> yeah, not as much as <laughs> you were. As I, not as much as you not were. Not as much as I you were was. You were really hustling, and, like, you really had to do this thing. You had to take action. You had to, like, move forward, and it's it was a challenge.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's how I see that card, as your past. This card, I don't remember. The Hierophant is a figure of authority and power. Like, mm-hmm. the Emperor... But the Hierophant's power is of a spiritual nature. So often he's shown as religious leader. Sometimes he's seated on a throne. He's seated, but yeah, it looks like a throne kind of situation. He may represent a person who's dedicated to a religion or a philosophy. If the reading is about your job, the Hierophant indicates that you must follow the rules if you want to succeed.
0: (laughs) I do follow the rules. I'm. I get anxiety if I don't follow the rules.
1: Sometimes he represents a rigid corporate structure, religious organization, or educational system. So, yeah, I mean, it sounds like you are, you know, kind of, like, doing the right thing in your job to, like, follow the rules and, and like, it, do
0: it. It's, yeah. it's a corporate job. Yeah. Like, it's a different job than what I'm used to. Well, I've been there for five years. But what I'm really used to. Yeah. It's yeah. like a corporate job. And I'm a manager.
1: Yeah, so yeah, so you gotta I have, have authority. the rules, you got, you have the authority, and so yeah, you're seated at the throne, and like, really, really doing <laughs> seated that. Seated
0: at the throne. Girlie
1: Pop, you're doing it. So, okay, then we have your future, which is the Eight of Pentacles.
0: Oh yeah, so in the picture we have a craftsman,
1: you know, it looks like he's doing
0: some some metal work. He's, he's making the pentacles.
1: Yeah, and the, the picture represented in this card looks like a like a welder oh, of hmm. sorts, like kind of yeah. He's a craftsman, perfecting his skills and working diligently to do an excellent excellent job. This is a card of training and apprenticeship, with the goal of honing one's abilities to product a quality product.
0: Wow! Yeah, that's great. That's yeah, what, yeah, that's what what's what we're doing now. Uh huh. <laughs>
1: Well yeah, if if you want to relate it to the podcast for sure. I mean, I'd
0: like this to be my job at some point.
1: Yeah, so maybe that's maybe it's kind of saying like you are really just like honing the craft and getting better and better.
0: Cool. Um
1: there's much so- satisfaction in attending to details and doing things well. The artisan is willing to put in the necessary time and effort. Traditionally, this car is refers to an amiable and modest peasant girl <laughs> <laughs> who approaches her chores diligently so without complaint.
0: I'm just a little peasant girl. <laughs> I'm just a little peasant. I'm just a little
1: peasant. <laughs> but yeah, it's saying like the guy the guy in this picture depicted like understands the need to be patient and allow things to mature properly rather than try to rush the process. Okay. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. I mean I see reading. that happening I see that happening in both like this world and if we want this world to be like our professional job, we are taking it slow
0: and steady. We and, are. Um, and we're focused on our quality right now and getting it good, like getting it right. And we're we're doing it. Slowly but surely we are doing it. Okay, Kirsten, are you ready for your reading?
1: Yeah, I think I'm also gonna go career.
0: Okay, well let's both yeah bless hold the it. deck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I have done maybe one reading in my entire life. You got life. this. You got this. Okay. Do I concentrate on it too? Mm hmm. Okay. Past, present, future. All right. Okay. So for the past, we have the Six of Swords. So the Six of Swords represents moving away from past troubles, putting them behind you. It marks the beginning of a new phase after mm. a time of upheaval. Some decks depict a person in a boat ferrying six swords, symbolizing pains, struggles, regrets, or losses across the body of water, so the wounds can heal on another shore. You got yours upright, so this suggests smooth sailing ahead. In a reading about your job, this card shows your work situation improving. Perhaps you've resolved past problems, or you've chosen to move in a different position that suits you better.
1: That's past. That's my past, but yeah. I think it, I think this is literally me moving away from Indiana and like that was my past trouble and like it, and I did, I did move into like a good position Mm -hmm. like when I first moved here. That's Mm -hmm. what I see it as.
0: That sounds, that sounds right. Um, Your present is, it's funny, we both got this card, Hmm. but your present is the Knight of Swords, but it's upside down to you. Okay. The Knight of Swords often symbolizes messages or travels, rushing hell-bent towards an advisory or adventure. In the Aquarian Tarot, however, he shoulders his sword, contemplating his next move. If he represents a person you know, he may be someone who's overly aggressive or argumentative, Mm -hmm. who lives on attack mode. Or he might be a spiritual warrior who uses his intellect to examine and purify himself. So you got it reversed. So the reverse night lacks the intensity, drive, and confidence.
1: Honestly, <laughs> though, the, true.
0: Of the upright night. When he appears in a reading, he suggests a lackadaisical attitude, indecision, confusion. Yes. Or withholding.
1: It's true. Um,
0: Honestly,
1: I'll take that truth because it is true right
0: now <laughs> for me. Right now. If the reading is about your job, you may feel restless in your current position, but haven't decided on a new course of action. That's so yes, true. It's so fucking true. Perhaps you're discouraged or angry about something in your workplace. Don't make waves or burn bridges. Investigate your options so you can make an informed change.
1: Well, I already quit my job, so... <laughs> we're doing but it. But
0: you were just saying how, like, you haven't... Like, yeah,
1: I don't really know, like, what my course You don't know,
0: and, is. and that's okay. Yeah. This is saying that you need to take your time and figure out what you want to do like Mm -hmm. you don't want to do anything you don't want to do just anything but it's saying um investigate your options so that you can make an informed decision on what you want to do
1: that's good i think that's good advice i think also i do feel like i'm getting closer to like what my course of action is i feel closer than i did when i first quit my job so
0: that's good yeah and then your future the ace of swords you got a lot of swords. Oh, yeah, they're all swords. Aces represent beginnings, and this, is, this card heralds the initial stage of a new idea, spiritual direction, or course of study. In the Aquarian Tarot, the sword is accompanied by two white roses, which symbolize love, spirituality, purity, and hope. In the Rider-Waite-Smith deck, a disembodied hand reaches from a cloud holding a crowned sword, suggesting you're being handed a message or opportunity from the divine realm. Nice.
1: This is so spot on. Yeah,
0: and you got it upright. So if this reading is about your work, this card suggests starting a job that involves communication. Hmm. You have an opportunity to use your intellect productively. Clarity and focus will help you get ahead. This ace can also indicate starting a course of study that will further your career. Hmm. So,
1: yeah. So maybe it's saying I should go back to school. Well, it's not even necessarily back to school, but I've been thinking about this. Like, I have some courses, like online courses that I've like been putting off. So maybe so I that. So maybe it's telling you, like, to do that. you should just
0: do that real mm-hmm. quick and
1: get it done with and, and, and make then, that moolah from it.
0: But it's positive, I think. This yeah. sounds positive to me. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I know. Like, this is. So spot on. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I feel like yours was pretty spot on, too.
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: We love tarot.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we do. It's
1: honestly, like, I don't know. I feel like you can. Like, people will say that, like, oh, yeah, the the descriptions are so broad that it can relate to anything. But, like, I really do feel like whenever I do tarot, there's some kind of, there's something real
0: with it. Yeah.
1: like, there's something real in the, the specific cards that I get. Because, like, yeah. had, let's say, like, had you gotten this card, that wouldn't have made sense for you. Mm-hmm. Had you gotten, like, the Knight of Swords reverse like, that wouldn't have made sense for you for your present. Mm-hmm. You
0: know? Like, I think that it does. I don't know. I also think that when people are actually intuitive and mm-hmm. a little psychic, I think it even adds more.
1: Yeah, it helps that we're both a little bit
0: that way. Yeah. But even, like, people who, like, if you've been practicing for a really long time. Yeah. You can add even more into, like, you can just, like, I'm thinking about my tarot reader, Magdalena. Mm -hmm. What's up, girl? Magdalena. Magdalena. Or maybe her name is Mary Elena. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 it's Magdalena, because I thought it was Mary Elena, but it's Magdalena. Anyway, um... She was like specific with it when Mm. I would get readings. Like, she predicted my last relationship to a T.
1: That's crazy. She was
0: like, You're gonna meet somebody who is in a completely different career than you. And I was at the time talking to someone who was a hairstylist.
1: Yeah. So you're like, Okay. I was like, Oh, okay. It's not them. Yeah.
0: And then she said, He's gonna be mixed, kind of like me, like my grandchildren. And she's mm. from Venezuela mm-hmm. and my ex was Costa Rican and black. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's had a bunch of other stuff. Like you're going to meet organically. You're going to meet through a fr- a female friend. I forgot about this, but now, I'm. as
1: you're telling me, I remember you, you telling yes. me about this reading that you got. Yeah. yeah. She, you're yeah. going to
0: meet him through a female friend, which was you, mm-hmm. and uh, just all kinds of stuff that was super specific. That's crazy. And then, like, two weeks later, you I met, met my ex. That is yeah. out
1: of control. Like, yeah, she predicted it. She really
0: did. She predicted it.
1: Did she say anything about what your future would be with him? Because I wonder if she predicted, like, how it would end.
0: No, I think... Because, you know how it said, like, don't it's go only, too like, far. Few months, yeah. Yeah, she... I remember before I met him, she was telling me this. And then w- after I met him, like, a year later, I got another reading by her. And, and she doesn't have social media or mm-hmm. anything. She's, like, old.
1: Yeah. And
0: she was, like... Right when I sat down, she was, like, oh, you're in love. Like, she, she knew. Yeah. And... You know, and then I remember I did call her because she does phone readings. Yeah, and I called her for a phone reading during COVID. When
1: dude, I should hit her up. She sounds legit. She's legit.
0: But she, I called her. The last time I got a reading wasn't like super great, Mm -hmm. but it was when me and my ex were having issues. Yeah, and she was just saying like things that I should do to like help with that. Yeah, but. It wasn't anything specific like, you guys are going to break up. But she was like, if you want to stay together, you need to do this. Yeah. And it, and it related to was going on.
1: She might also be, like, a better reader for, like, bearer of good news and not bad news. Maybe. Maybe she didn't want to give you the bad news.
0: Maybe she didn't. But she yeah. was. Ba- she basically was like, you need to do this, this, and this if you want to keep him. Mm. Like, she knew that things were rocky. Like, rock- yeah. And she was saying how you need to do this and this and it was like something that he did want from me. Yeah. What she said. So it was, it was still like really beneficial and true. Yeah. But
1: here we are now. And I feel like, I wonder if she would have predicted this relationship, like what she would have said about yeah, it. Yeah, I
0: wonder. Yeah. That's why I didn't ask about love, because I'm, like, very satisfied. Yeah, you guys are Like, great. Um, we're good. Like you're not like, questioning like that. I'm not questioning yeah. that at all. Yeah. But, yeah, I wonder if she would have predicted this. Or even if I were to get a reading, I wonder if she would notice, like, mm-hmm. you know. Like, oh. But I should find out when she's coming back.
1: You should. I'd be down to, to get a reading once yeah. I get a job and have a little more money. Yeah. That was fun. I like that. I feel like it It was, like, good for both of us. Yeah. Um. Well, guys, that's our episode on tarot. Yes.
0: Thank you for listening to our tarot episode. So we had a poll from our last episode oh. about which witchcraft. You
1: always remember this I time. know. I love the polls. Yeah. They're like, I like my favorite too. part. I like them, but I, I just always forget about them.
0: I love them. So the question was, would you join our coven? And wow, I got to say, 100% said sign me up. Oh, how many people was it? Four. We don't have
1: to include that
0: in there. <laughs> but you know what? We
1: have four co- coven
0: 100% med- members. 100% of people. Four out of the like
1: 13. Yes. I say we're doing pretty good on our first week. We don't like. want a lot. No. I'm not trying to like manage a group. Here's the thing. And it is... Gonna have to be a little exclusive, like because I don't want just anybody yeah, to join we, our
0: coven. We can't, they have
1: to have the same kind of
0: views and the same energy. Yeah. We can't risk letting someone in that is a phony. I see now,
1: I okay, regrettably, I see how sororities work and I see like how they want to do it. <laughs> like, I get it, I Think get sororities it. Sororities
0: are like a coven.
1: They are a little bit, but, like... They have way too many people. Without a witchy vibe, it's, like, a religious vibe a lot of times. Yeah. And there are a lot of people. There's
0: too many people in their There's coven. a lot
1: of people, but, like, I feel like... There is some like kind of divine energy with them. Well, because, because it's like, like the, feminine, yeah, but it's like, feminine,
0: and they pick people that they think will fit in. Yeah, and you know they all ha- maybe I have the same don't energy. Like,
1: I don't like the the money aspect behind it because usually you have to like pay. I always to be think able of to get like in. sororities
0: like, and fraternities of just being like rich kids. Yeah, I know that's not always true, but
1: you do have to pay extra, and it's not just the rent that you're paying. Like mm-hmm. you're paying like a fee for like friendship. Basically, yeah, yeah. it's out of control. Yeah. We're not going to charge you any fees for our coven, but like <laughs> we will We will probably Yeah, we're
0: going to vet you. We're going to yeah. we're going to check out your energy, make sure that you align with our energy. So, again, we don't know who the fuck is voting. Out there, yeah. But if you're one of the people who said a hundred percent, come forward and show yourself, so show we can, yourself. so we can get this ball on the road. I that's mean, that's what we're saying. Ball get on this the ball
1: rolling. Get
0: this ball rolling. The get show, the on, show the on the road. The
1: was, Get the ball rolling. Get the mixing, show on the road. I was
0: mixing both up, but get the ball on the road. <laughs> you get the idea. You know what we're saying. So, so
1: come yeah. forward
0: and let us know, and we'll invite you. Follow us on Instagram. Thank yes. you so much, Pod. Thank you so
1: much, Pod. Follow uh, us on Twitter.
0: Thank you so much, Pod. Follow us on TikTok. We just got a TikTok. Yeah,
1: yeah. So breaking we, news. We Yeah, breaking news. We got a TikTok. We're going to start, like, doing short clips. Mm-hmm. Um, just little cute little yeah. clippies. We have a clip of, like, our little tarot reading today. And then... You know, we're working on it. We don't have like a whole
0: production team, but like we're doing it. It's It's just us two girlies. Yeah. And we're trying our best. But we are on TikTok and you should go follow us. Thank you so much, Pod. Also, we still could use your scary stories. Yeah,
1: honestly. I would do this like throughout like after, yeah, after I love you know? these scary stories like I think it's so fun and I think that is our vibe we don't have to stop it mm-hmm. well at the end of October well we'll see yeah we'll see but like we will take your stories please please give us stories yeah it'll be fun okay so we have our second rendition of our Uh, weekly story for spooky season and we've got mary coming at you yeah
0: so here's our second scary story of the season
1: all right so this is a story from one
0: of our listeners another one of our listeners and it's a good one yeah
1: this one is a true ghost story i would say
0: yes I'm taking a risk of seeming like a lunatic regaling the tale of the girl in the white nightgown, but scouts honor this is my family's ghost story. My family moved into the house at 5418 Goldmore Court in 1998. The house is about 8 miles away from Manassas' battlefield. During certain times of the year, my sister and I would hear footsteps coming up the stairs in the dead of the night. Usually activity would start when the weather cooled down at fall, but the most active times are always around Christmas. I'm sure my parents thought my sister and I were making up excuses to account for the noises on the stairs at night and assumed we were sneaking around for Christmas gifts. We never wavered in our insistence that the house gets a visitor.
1: When I was maybe nine years old, I woke up in the middle of the night and saw a preteen-aged girl in a nightgown kneeling at the end of my bed watching me. She appeared to be outlined in a shade of blue, and her nightgown had a frilly collar with full sleeves down her arms. Dazed and confused, I closed my eyes and I reopened them. She was gone. I told myself, oh, I'm probably still dreaming, and went back to sleep. But I've never been able to shake off what I saw. I never told anyone because I figured nobody would believe me and would just dismiss it as a little girl's dream. That was the only time I ever saw her.
0: When I was a senior in high school, my sister came to me and said, I need to tell you something, but you can't think I'm crazy. She went on to tell me that one night, the week before she was headed down to the basement, she saw a girl in a white nightgown looking up at her from the bottom of the steps. When she flicked the lights on, the girl was gone. That was the only time she ever saw her. I told her my story, and we both agreed that we were smarter than our parents (laughs) for knowing there was a ghost all along. To
1: this day, my dad refuses to turn on the AC. Something about how it's better for the body, but I digress. So this means most summer days, the family will hang out outside on the back deck to escape the fucking furnace that is our house. (laughs) One summer evening, my sister and I were home from college and started talking about the girl in the nightgown. My dad goes, wait, are you guys being serious? And tells us his story of how late one night he saw a girl in a nightgown standing in his bathroom he has never seen her since Ew. sometime after that i came across a reddit thread about the ghost of nova nova being northern virginia for you cali folks <laughs> nova does not claim to be sova aka southern virginia
0: one redditor posted their story of driving along manassas battlefield one dark and cold night They saw a young girl in a white nightgown on the side of the road. They pulled over to see if she was lost and needed a ride home. When they got out of the car, the girl was gone. I jolted up in my seat, frothing at the mouth at the opportunity to comment back with my story. As I read through the thread of replies to this story, I noticed everyone had similar details. We were all within the vicinity of Manassas' battlefield, saw a young girl in a white nightgown during the night no one ever saw her twice the sweet sweet release of validation i was finally <laughs> set free that, that was wild. that's scary i do always hear ghost
1: stories about a girl in a white guy nightgown like that is some kind of trope that we hear and i wonder so assuming in the world ghosts are real why would that be
0: well i mean maybe the girls back then during battle times wore a lot of nightgowns yeah yeah i mean it was just common might have just been like a common thing
1: she's in a nightgown because that's like what she was wearing when she died yeah she was going to
0: bed yeah she died but that's crazy because there is a lot of history in virginia like Mm -hmm. with the battlefields and stuff so i believe them i believe she's told me that story before yeah and it gave me chills that's scary especially because her dad was like
1: wait (laughs) you know I've heard this... Okay, so this is like a common ghost story that people tell, but I've heard this one where somebody's driving in a car and there's a girl that's bloody in a white nightgown and she's standing like in the middle of the road and then the car like stops to come pick her up and she's she gets um, in the back seat and they're like, oh, do you need to go to the hospital? Because she's bloody. And she goes to the hospital or they're like driving to the hospital And they, like, look up into the, like, rear view mirror, and they don't see her. She's gone. And then, and then they look back, and she's there. What? And then, uh, so she, like, keeps appearing and then disappearing, and and then she comes out, and she's like, boom! Oh,
0: my God. There's, like,
1: a whole jump scare with it,
0: but I didn't do it it justice. It's a real story?
1: It's, like, a ghost story that I've, like, always heard about. Yeah,
0: yeah. So who knows? Yeah.
1: But I think it kind of relates to the the driving the car one. So it must come from, like, people's real stories. Yeah. yeah.
0: Spooky stuff. All right. Well, there you have it. Second spooky story of the season. There you have it. Thank you, Mary, one of our valued listeners. One of our highly valued listeners. Thank you, Mary. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much for listening today.
1: Thank you so much. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.